Imagine you wake up tomorrow as the true creator of your own life. What will you do with it? Imagine you could lead yourself through any obstacle or challenge standing in your way. Imagine you feel joyful, alive and free to live the life you dream of, be true to yourself and to make a real difference in the world every single day. You can. You are all these things already. In this moment, tomorrow and the next day. You already have everything you need within you to create, lead and live the life of your dreams. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm so very excited you've invited me to join you on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Create, Lead, Live. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm really grateful that you've been able to join me for today's session. Today I'm going to be chatting to you about how to overcome procrastination and I just think this is such an amazing topic because it's something that runs through all aspects of our lives and it's something which has in many ways a negative connotation. So one of the reasons why it can be helpful to really tackle this topic is because procrastination is seen by many and you know, I guess in our lives, um, the feedback we get or the thoughts that we have sometimes about procrastination is that we associate it with being lazy. We associate it with being undisciplined. We see procrastination in many ways as a negative thing, or we judge ourselves in negative ways when it relates to putting things off, um, not doing the things that we believe that we should be doing, um, and not operating in ways that others perhaps expect us to be operating. And so it can be really um, helpful to tackle this um, and to shift our perception about procrastination and turn it into something that can be really helpful for us rather than something which holds us back or something which um, you know, is another means in which we can judge and be harsh on ourselves. And so that is ultimately why I wanted to tackle today's topic. Procrastination is something that a lot of people come to me and my coaching with, um, a belief that they hold about themselves which leads them to come along for coaching in the first place, which is that they feel like they're not living up to their own expectations of themselves. They feel that they're not necessarily doing the things that they believe that they should be doing as a coach or as an entrepreneur or as a leader. They feel that they're holding back that they're not necessarily um, stepping up in the ways that they see that they, you know, that fit with the role that they have, and that they want to be doing more of those things that they've been afraid of or um, avoiding or scared about. Um, and so it's one of the leading reasons, along with confidence or lack of confidence one of the leading reasons why people come to see me. And one of the interesting things is that we think that we're doing these things because um, we're, um, you know, not good enough 
or that we're failing in some way or that we're not living up to our own expectations or the expectations others have of us when really procrastination is a tool that we can use to better understand our internal world and what is happening, how motivated we are, you know, why we are or aren't motivated by something, and to really turn it into something that can be of help and value to us rather than something that necessarily holds us back. And so I often encourage people to really think about procrastination as a communication from our inner world to the external results that we're getting or the external kinds of actions that we're taking in the world and to use it to kind of really better understand ourselves and how we can actually serve our dreams, like how we can serve our own goals and dreams in a much more powerful way and how we can align with those goals and dreams in a more powerful way as well. So procrastination tells us a lot about the internal dialogue that we're having and usually it is, and I've used the term a lot already in this podcast, is the things that we believe we should be doing in inverted commas. And I, I talk about this all the time in all my podcasts and videos because it is just such a common thread. Um, it's something that we've been taught throughout our lives, the things that we should be doing or the things that fit with certain roles or expectations. And so we tell ourselves, we have this dialogue with ourselves, which is about the, all the shoulds, all the things that we believe we should be doing, that we should, you know, as an example, as a leader or a coach um, or an entrepreneur, that we should be showing up for our audience, that we should be putting ourselves out there, we should be challenging ourselves, we should be doing things that are hard and difficult and moving through those challenging experiences. Or that we should be doing more marketing or we should be selling more or we should be creating more content and being, you know, out there on you know videos and podcasts and all that sort of stuff. And so we have all these shoulds which drive us or which um, lead us through our lives and we find ourselves having this dialogue where we believe that all these things are expectations that we sh should be meeting and then there's this part of us which feels low and down and um, judges ourselves harshly because we're not meeting those shoulds we're not living up to those shoulds that we have of ourselves and so it's like there's these contradictory parts of ourselves where there's one part of us that's trying to get us to do all these certain things and another part of us that's telling us that we're not good enough because we're not doing them. And then we've got the part of us which is trying to figure it all out, trying to work out what to do, how to do it, when to do it, what you know, what we what you know, following what our heart is telling us and respecting um that there's parts of us that want to do things that our heart doesn't necessarily call us towards. And so what we're doing is we're kind of navigating this really murky terrain of all the different parts of ourselves. Um, and what we find is this kind of contradictory energy. And that is really ultimately where procrastination comes from. It's that, you know, this internal contradiction in what we believe that we should be doing and what we actually want to do, what we're actually feeling inspired by and motivated by and drawn to. And so whenever you find yourself procrastinating or holding back or not doing something that there's a belief within you that you should be doing, then you know 
that you, there's a misalignment within you. And it's not really about the external world and what's happening, you know, your circumstances. I've heard it said many times, and you know, I think we've all encountered this at one, one time or another, where we believe that we will do something when our external circumstances are ideal or, or when the external circumstances enable us to do that thing. And so we tell ourselves that those things that we want to do or that we tell ourselves that we believe we should be doing, that they'll happen when the timing is right, when we have the right kind of you know, when we're ready for it, when we have the right experience, when we have the right message to share, when we have the right kind of um, ideas to, you know, jump into and start, you know, sharing with the world. And so what happens is we have all these kinds of conditions that we put on the things that we want to do that prevent us from actually moving forward because those conditions are never actually met. And so we tell ourselves one day we'll do it, one day we'll get to it, just not today because today I haven't washed my hair, I haven't you know, um, got my room tidied enough or I haven't got a great backdrop for my videos or I don't feel confident enough to show up in the, in the way that I believe that I should be showing up. And so we have all these kinds of rules and expectations and, you know, perfection, perfectionistic tendencies, which we tell ourselves we should be have in place before we actually move forward. But there's a part of us that's strongly calling us to do something different. And so this inner contradiction continues. It's like an inner conflict within us that happens. And while this inner conflict happens, we stay stuck. We feel as though we can't move forward because we don't know which path to take. We don't know whether to follow the part of us that's calling us to take these actions or to move forward in specific ways, or we don't know whether to listen to that part of us that wants to keep us safe, that wants to keep us, you know, in the, that comfort zone or that, that feeling of moving forward in ways that um, align with our readiness. And so we don't really know what to choose. And so what happens is we say stay stuck and paralyzed and we do what we call procrastination. We put things off. Um, but really, it's such a telling and important um, point of communication from our inner wisdom, from our inner guidance system that's letting us know where we're at with that thing that we want to do or that we're telling ourselves that we need to do. And I think what you'll find is most of the time you don't procrastinate over things that you're really excited about and there's no contradictory energy. Like imagine you go to bed and you know that there's something really fun and exciting that's going to happen for you first thing the next morning that you just can't wait for, that you're excited about, that you've been waiting for for such a long time and you're just dying for it to happen. You go to bed excited, you know, like Christmas Day or, you know, something exciting like you know, I was going to use the example of starting a new job, but that's sometimes quite anxiety provoking as well for people. And so there can be this kind of contradictory energy that can happen in these situations where rather than that pure excitement that you have when you just know you're getting up for something fun and exciting and there's nothing scary about it, there's, there's a very different energy when there's something that there's that contradiction inside you. And so it's really, really important to be thinking about, well, is this something that my heart is calling me towards, that my intuition is calling me towards, that I'm excited about, that I'm inspired by? 
or is this something I'm telling myself that I should be doing? Is this something that someone else has told me that I should be doing? Is this something that I think that I should be doing, that I've seen other people doing and I feel like that's what's expected of someone in my position? As a leader, as a you know, entrepreneur or a coach, like I've seen other people doing it and so it's just the norm. I think, oh, maybe that's what I should be doing. And so there's these different parts of ourselves that motivate us. There's the part, that, you know, the carrot, which is imagine how amazing it's going to be when you start to do this thing that you've been dreaming of doing. Imagine how good it's going to feel. Imagine how much of a difference it's going to make in the world, how many people you'll be able to reach by doing these things that, you know, um, stretch you and challenge you and take you outside of your comfort zone and enable you to actually experience life in a whole new way and express yourself in a whole new way. And then there's that part of us that tells us you should be doing this. This is how someone in your position is expected to show up. And so far, you've not necessarily lived up to that expectation. So you really need to, you know, it's the stick mentality of you really need to give yourself a bit of a whack to try to make yourself do this. You've got to push yourself or you've got to have an accountability buddy or someone that's going to help motivate you to do this thing that really deep down, you're not feeling that excited about or inspired about. And so there's these two kind of energies within ourselves that we use to motivate ourselves to do things. You know, there's many more as well, but these are probably the two most um, familiar to us that we use the kind of um, different tools to motivate ourselves that we have experienced throughout our lives. And it can really, you know, track back in many ways to when we were kids and the ways that we were motivated to do things by our family what's kind of helped um, get us to take action before, the things that really do move us into action as opposed to the things which we enjoy but don't necessarily um, help us to move forward. So as an example, as spiritual people, we often do heaps of visualization. We do heaps of kind of journaling and immersing ourselves in the experience that we dream of, but that doesn't always get us to take action. And so it's thinking about, well, what helps motivate us and move us into that action-oriented space and what actually works for you and really connecting with that. Like sometimes drawing a line in the sand and saying, you know, this is where I'm at and I've had enough of that way of being. I'm ready for a new way of being. I'm ready to experience a whole new way of being enables you to kind of step over that line of procrastination and into actually living that dream life that you imagine being that, you know, dream version of yourself or that higher version, that higher self that is within you. So what happens is instead of you actually, you know, beating yourself about trying to make yourself do it, you start to actually see yourself in that vision, seeing yourself doing it, seeing and experiencing that higher vision of yourself and being motivated by that, feeling the feelings that you will experience when you're living as that higher version of you, when you're actually letting go of all the barriers that are holding you back, letting go of the, the fears and the doubts and the worries that have been preventing you doing those things that you dream of doing and actually stepping into that vision of yourself that you have. And so it's not um, about necessarily, it's about having boundaries. It's not necessarily about beating yourself up about things. It's not a, about telling yourself you should be doing things because 
Telling yourself that you should do things is one of the most unmotivating things that you can do. It's one of the things that reinforces the energy of you're not, that you're not enough or that you're not doing enough or that you're failing in some way. And so the minute that you kind of let go of the shoulds and you start to think about well, all the things that you could be doing, what kinds of things feel exciting to you, what you feel passionate about, you start to imagine yourself living in that dream scenario of being who you know you can be and who you are within you, that amazing, incredible person that already exists within you. And you start to let go of all the things that have been holding you back. So rather than beating yourself and moving yourself over the line through force, you're actually supporting and strengthening those inspired parts of yourself, that inner wisdom that calls on you. And you start to loosen your grip on that message within you or that dialogue within you which is not aligned with that which is not aligned with that dream which is taking you off course or which is causing that contradictory energy within you so it's about recognizing in many ways like being aware of what is happening recognizing that internal dialogue which is happening within you and really allowing yourself to step into that higher self that you know you can be through letting go of all the things that have been preventing you do, doing that before and recognizing that the internal dialogue and the perception that you have, the stories that you tell yourself, the messages, the words, um, all of that internal stuff that happens is what leads to you taking action or not taking action. It's not about the external stuff and often we tell ourselves this and we make excuses um, to kind of avoid dealing with what's happening inside. And so this process of overcoming procrastination is really about tackling that stuff head on. It's really about turning within and figuring out how can I let go of what's been holding me back in order to move forward? How can I figure out what it is, what path it is that I most want to follow and actually align with that? And really this is what it comes down to you have two choices you have the choice to align with that vision that you have with that dream with that um that thing that you believe that you want to be doing or that you need to be doing or that will help you to move forward you can spend the time aligning with that and alignment really means you know um, cultivating the kinds of beliefs and the kinds of energy and the kinds of excitement and inspiration towards that thing that you dream of doing or that you have as your vision and really like getting behind it telling yourself new stories and new you know shifting your perception so that you believe really deeply that what you're doing is going to bring you great benefit or, or it's going to have great benefit in the world. It's going to leave a, a huge impact and legacy. Um, so it's either about aligning with that vision that you have or those things that you believe you should be doing, or it's about connecting with what do I feel inspired and motivated by and doing that, like really like tapping into your intuition and that heart-based calling and figuring out, well, what feels really good right now? What do I most want to do? What excites me? What lights me up? What's going to bring me that positive, joyful, inspirational energy? And following it, following it, doing it, making space to do as much of it as you possibly can. 
And it's through this alignment, it's through the alignment with your heart, with the alignment with that dream that you have, that vision, and getting that energy and that messaging within you on board with it that enables you to actually move forward, enables you to do it easily. Instead of fighting yourself and forcing yourself and pushing yourself to do it, you actually want to do it. You're ready to bound out of bed in the morning. You're excited to do those things that you've been telling yourself, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm really like revved up and excited to do it. And I'm excited to follow my heart in this space. I'm excited to do what feels good for me, what lights me up. Instead of doing what someone else told me to do, instead of doing what I thought I should be doing, it's carving out my own path. It's being creative about the way I approach it. It's thinking about, well, what's my unique pathway to the dream that I have? What will help me enjoy that journey? What will help me to feel good every moment of my day? Like, how can I create today? as an inspiring day for me or as a, a an uplifting day or a relaxing day or a calming day, like thinking about, well, how do you wanna feel? What do you want that experience to be like today? And intentionally creating it, like deciding on it and then thinking about, well, what are the things that I can do to cultivate more of that in my life today? How can I live that experience today? And so you're really taking it back from uh, should be doing and my to-do list that I need to check off and all the things that I expect of myself to really connecting with creating your life and creating your days really intentionally and from that space of deep alignment and inspiration and energy which makes it so much easier for you to do all these things because you want to do them you're driven to do them you're excited to do them you can't wait to dive in because it just feels so amazing to actually be moving forward with those goals and dreams that you have to actually be taking steps forward and what you will find is at the end of the day when you've created a life for yourself like that where you're actually moving forward in small steps um, towards those things you're actually living it here and now you're actually going to at the end of the day go to bed feeling amazing because you're going to be saying not only um, did I do those things that I dreamt of doing but it felt so good it felt so good I enjoyed it it wasn't scary it wasn't overwhelming you know yes maybe it stretched me a little bit because it was something that I didn't you know I wasn't doing before it's something new or it's something that I haven't um it's not something I'm really experienced in it. It's something I'm playing with and having fun with and I'm learning as I go. Um, but it's something that you feel really rewarded by at the end of the day because instead of living your dream in some far off time when all your circumstances and your environment and everything is right for it to happen or you feel ready, you're actually doing it right now. You're living it right now and you're experiencing that life right now you're bringing it forward you're actually manifesting it into your reality today instead of waiting how exciting is that i mean i just think it's just such a powerful way of living and so overcoming procrastination is not really about making yourself do things or you know that accountability or that um promising to yourself that you'll do something and doing it and ticking it off and you know for some people that might be something that you find really enjoyable and inspiring as well like writing it down um, but it's really about that energy of alignment that feeling of alignment like doing the things that you're enjoying doing and that you've called towards and also 
talking to yourself in ways that supports that uplifting, inspired, self-belief, confident kind of energy. So what you're doing through reflecting on this inner dialogue that you're having with yourself is actually intentionally creating a dialogue that supports you instead of one that holds you back. Um, So I hope that this idea has been really useful. One of the things that can be really powerful to think about is your reasons for doing what you're doing. If you're really um, struggling to align with some vision that you have, there's two possibilities. One is it's not going to help you and it's not necessarily something that you really need to be doing. It might be something that you're telling yourself you should do because someone else has told you. Um, But you can start to think about, well, why am I doing this? Is my why great enough to pull me along here? Is my why, if I really dig into that, if I really start to explore why I'm doing it and the kinds of value and benefits that I and others are going to get out of me doing this, is that powerful enough to align me with that dream and for me to start feeling excited and inspired about doing it? And maybe a little bit of those butterflies inside because it is so exciting, Um, but really thinking about your why and diving into that and becoming really clear about the reasons why you would be doing the things that you are. So I hope that's helpful. I want to give you an example or a story from my own life to illustrate a way in which I um, used some of these principles or concepts to really shift the way that I thought about things. When I was in my mid-20s, I think, actually, no, I was about 29 years old at the time, And I felt like I'd lost kind of some momentum in my life. Like I'd finished uni a number of years before and I'd gone out and I'd begun working and I really enjoyed my job, but it wasn't the direction that I'd seen myself going when I went to uni. And so I started thinking, you know, I was, I'd gone down this path so long that I hadn't necessarily intended it to happen that way, but I'd started to feel as though gosh, I'm 29, I'm nearly 30. Um, I've kind of lost some of the direction that I thought I was going to go. And I started to think about being stuck. Like I started to feel stuck. I started to feel as though I'd gone so far down this path that I couldn't turn back or I couldn't go change direction that, you know, it's funny when I think about it now that I'm 45, (laughs) I just, it amazes me to think that, you know, in your 20s, you could feel this way. But it, it happens to all of us at one stage or another in our lives where we wonder if we've wasted time or we've delayed some outcome that we dreamed of and it's too late now. We're too old. Or, you know, sometimes we feel like we're too young or it's too early to do something. But we sometimes tell ourselves these stories that keep us stuck. They keep us stuck. And for me, at that time in my life, the story was, I'm too old now. I've gone on this path too long. What am I going to do now? You know, and I remember in my in my work meeting someone who was quite young. They were in their um, early 20s, I think maybe 21, 22, and they were just finishing uni. And this young person had done occupational therapy and she was about to finish and she was starting to look for work in um, her profession. She was starting to get ready to uh, actually move out into the field that she'd studied in. And I can remember meeting her and talking to her about it and how excited she was and this was just the inevitable path. And the role that we were both doing together 
she was seeing this as the job that was going to serve her until such time as she moved into her profession. And many of you might know, I did psychology as my undergraduate degree. And so at this time in my life, I hadn't done my master's yet. So I'd done my undergraduate. And I can remember thinking, gosh, like I never moved, I planned, always planned on becoming a psychologist and I hadn't done it. And so here I was meeting this occupational therapist and seeing her, seeing this role that we were both doing as just a part-time gig. It was just a part-time gig to keep her going until she actually moved out into her profession. And I can remember thinking to myself, the only difference between her and I is our age. That's the only difference. There's nothing else. We both worked you know, in the same job. We're both professional people. We've both been to uni. We're both qualified to, to do certain things professionally. The only thing holding me back is my age. And what I actually decided was I was going to take five years off my age. And it sounds like such a funny thing, but I actually did it for years and years and years. And I just said to myself, I'm 24, you know, I was 29 and I just said to myself, just imagine, just sit yourself into the age of 24, Emily. What are you going to do? What are you going to do now? What would you do differently? Like, let's take this five years and do it again. What are you going to do? And straight away, I was just like, my world opened up. I just had it was like I was graduating from uni again and I could do anything. And it was simply the story I told myself. It was just simply a story that believing that age made a difference. It made no difference whatsoever. But in telling myself that I was five years younger, I enabled my mind and my spirit to really come forth and to explore alternatives, to start thinking about alternative ways of looking at and doing things. And from there, I was free. From there, I was free to start to apply for professional jobs, to start to think about, well, am I going to pursue my psychology and what does that look like? Um, and I started to actually take action on that. I started to, you know, I moved within a couple of months, I moved to a whole other um, town and I got a professional job that paid good money and enabled me to start to look at the my actual you know registration as a psychologist back then um, those of you that don't know I was registered as a psychologist I'm no longer a, a psychologist I work as a coach um, but that was a, a path for me that I dreamed of for such a long time and I worked really hard for and eventually led to me going back and doing my master's and spending years um, working towards that goal and then working as a psychologist in private practice for a number of years as well. And so taking those five years off my age affected nobody but me, but it opened up my world and it showed me and reinforced for me all that, like and it has ever since, this idea that the stories we tell ourselves are far more important than the reality that we see in our world around us, that we tell ourselves reality in inverted, inverted commas. Whenever we look at something in our external world, we lay our perception over it. And in this situation, my perception was I was too old. Little did I know, you know, that I was only 29, I was so young anyway, but it didn't matter because I found this inspiration and enlightenment within me that enabled me to make age a non-event.
And I'm sure we've all got examples of this. I'm sure you do as well. Um, but it's really about thinking about, well, what can you do? Like, how can you shift those internal perceptions that have been holding you back and enable yourself to actually move forward on those things that you're dreaming of doing and allowing space for anything to be possible? And as soon as you do that, as soon as you allow for anything to be possible and you start to believe more strongly in yourself and the dreams that you have and the possibilities that lay in front of you, you stop holding yourself back. You stop telling yourself you should be doing things because you don't need to should yourself anymore because all of a sudden you want to do these things. You desire it. You're excited about it. You just can't wait to dive in. So that in a nutshell is all about how to overcome procrastination. And I hope that these concepts are really helpful for you or enlightening for you, or they help you to kind of think about things in a new way. If you are wanting a little bit more support with this, as you know, I'm a coach, um, a life coach. I've got that background in psychology and also in leadership as well. And my role is really to help you to create, lead and live the life of your dreams and to help you to overcome any barriers that are standing in your way so you can truly step into that vision that you have of yourself so that you can start to really feel excited and inspired by everything that you're doing so that you can enjoy your life so that you can feel free so that you're not dragging yourself to you know a job that you don't love every day so that you can actually follow your heart and do those things that feel exciting for you and to just live that life that you've been dreaming of all these years. So I'm here to help. Please don't hesitate to reach out, send me an email or a DM wherever you find this video, leave a comment, a like, anything like that. Just reach out, I'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening. Until next time, take care, bye. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you were able to join me for this podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you could please leave a review to let me know. And if you'd like to reach out, be a guest on this podcast or share your thoughts on a topic that we've covered, please get in touch at coaching at emilywilkes.com. I'd love to hear from you.